0: Mac Weldon, I'm telling you, it's better than whatever you're wearing right now. I love it. Wearing it currently feels comfortable. I feel good in it. My wife tells me I look good in it, and I, I've mentioned that before. I hope it's not awkward, but it's hard. It's hard being a 35-year-old man and feeling like you look good in your underwear, but Mac Weldon makes it done. Smart design, premium fabrics, antimicrobial so they don't smell. They want you to be comfortable. You don't like that first pair, keep it. They'll still refund you. Socks, underwear, shirts, they all look good, perform well. Go to MacWeldon.com. get 20% off using promo code BEAUTIFUL. This episode is brought to you by Squarespace, who have been very kind supporters of this podcast. Thank you guys for that. Whether you need a landing page, a beautiful gallery, a professional blog, or an online store, it is all included with your Squarespace website. Start your free trial today at squarespace.com and enter offer code CG to get 10% off your first purchase. That is CG, like Chris Gethard. That's the offer code. Get it done. I want to thank everybody who supported the show. It's really gone so much better than I thought it would out of the gate, and and so many people have been so kind. And I'm hoping that some of those people will come out May 21st, 1.30 p.m. We're doing the first ever Live taping of beautiful stories from anonymous people as part of the Vulture Festival. It's going to be really fun. We're going to take a call. People are going to get honest. It might get awkward, might get weird, but we'll all have fun. And it'll be a great experiment. First time this is ever happening. It's on May 21st, 1.30 p.m., If you're anywhere near New York, come, say hi. I'd love to meet you, and thank you for supporting me in person. You go get tickets right now at vulturefestival.com. I really hope a ton of people come out. I'd love to meet everybody who's supporting this podcast so I can thank you face-to-face. Remember, tickets at vulturefestival.com. Hello, citizens of the universe. My name is Chris Gethard. This is Beautiful Stories from Anonymous People. One phone call, one hour. No names. No holds barred.
1: I'd rather go one-on-one. I think it'll be more fun. And I'll get to know you. And you'll get to know
0: me. Very excited to put this call out into the world. I will tell you honestly, and I'm going to call some people out. These people might be sitting on the other side of the glass from me. When we did this phone call, the second it hung up, I was like, best call we've ever done, number one on the list, nailed it, that's why I set out to do this. And the universal reaction amongst the Earwolf East uh, family, all the people hanging out, we're like, it was sad, it was so sad. That was definitely not. How could that be your favorite one? And for my money, I'm saying, the fact that I got that reaction was amazing to me, because this is... A hard conversation. This is a guy who's going through some stuff, and he was, I mean, so open, so honest about it. And I cannot thank him enough for that. The voyeuristic qualities of this podcast will be put to the test um, as a good or bad thing, uh, maybe more than any other. Um, We're going to know if that's an okay thing to do for us to listen to another person's pain because, man, is there a lot of pain in this phone call. But I think this guy handled it with such grace and charm, and I hope he got something out of sharing all this and saying it out loud, and if that doesn't tease you into wanting to listen to this, then you are a better person than I am. Beautiful Anonymous, let's go!
1: Thank you for calling Beautiful Anonymous. A beeping noise will indicate when you are on the show with the host. Hello? Oh, hello.
0: All right, what do you want to... Hi there. What are we talking about?
1: Oh, my Oh, man. I wasn't expecting to actually get an answered. Hi, Chris. Hi. All right. What do, well, hi. Uh, what do I want to talk about? I want to talk about my relationship. Okay. Um, I'm in, a, I think, a similar one, as, as you had mentioned in your previous stand-up special, where you're with your best friend.
0: Uh-huh. Now, I had said in my stand-up and, special uh, that I was with my best friend, but realized that that wasn't necessarily romantic love.
1: Right. And, uh, I think mine is for me, but I don't know if it is for her.
0: Wow. Okay. So you're describing a relationship in my stand-up special. I did. I talked about a relationship where I realized, man, this is my best friend that that doesn't mean I need to be with them. And they did not feel the same way. You're saying opposite side of the coin, maybe that you think maybe, maybe your person, your, your, your significant other maybe is in it because you're the best friends, but you don't know if that person is in love with you anymore.
1: That is correct. That's that is what t- I think.
0: That is tough. That is tough to wrap your brain around. Can I ask what makes you think that?
1: Um, yeah, sure. Uh, she just doesn't seem as, as interesting. We're cool hanging out. Like, we can watch TV. We can talk. We have children. Uh, you know, that's one thing that certainly keeps us Wow. You know, are you, are you together?
0: Can I ask, are you married or are you guys just together?
1: I'm, we're married. You're I'm married.
0: So you're scared your wife isn't in love,
1: love anymore. Correct. Wow. But I don't think she knows how to, how to, how to talk about it. I don't even know if she realizes it yet, but I realize it. Wow. Uh, I think like, like she doesn't, I know I got heavy real quick.
0: No, please, um, please. You're allowed to do with this, whatever you want. Um, I don't know your name. No one will ever know your name. True. As far as I know, who knows? You can say whatever you want. Uh, I'm here to listen.
1: All right. So, yeah. So I, I don't know if she knows it yet, but, uh, she just, there's just a little affect. Like she doesn't, uh, she doesn't kind of like kiss me anymore when I'm leaving or something. Like we always used to be like, Oh, bye. you know, yeah. And uh, now, not not so much that.
0: How how Less long how much. long you guys been married?
1: We've been, we're coming up on uh, eight years. Eight years,
0: and how how many kids? How old?
1: Um, a lot of kids. <laughs> I have four children.
0: You have four children. You've been married eight years.
1: That's right. We've been together, and we had kids before we were married for almost twelve years.
0: Been together twelve years, married eight years, four kids. Been together <laughs> and when did you notice? Right, so long. Was it a Was it a gradual thing that you just noticed something had faded out, or was there a day where you were like, "This just feels different"? Was it sudden? Was it gradual? How'd it go?
1: It was looking back on it. It was gradual or gradual, but I, I did have one, like uh, there was a day where I like sat and thought about it, and I was just like, "Oh shit, I think this is. Ha- I think." Maybe this was not good.
0: What well, can I ask? What that
1: incident was? Yeah, yeah, it was just like one morning, um, we share a car, and um, she stays at home with the kids. That I work, and um, <clears throat> she was dropping me off at work, and I went to give gives the, the goodbye kiss, and she kind of turned her head a little bit, so it was more like a cheek kiss, and like she didn't. I don't think she realized she even did it.
0: Wow, it's just what things and when have become. I was
1: become. Sitting on my desk that day, I was just yeah, I was just like, damn. I think she turned her head. <laughs> and
0: you've never, you guys have never addressed this in any way. You've never brought up these feelings or suspicions.
1: Well, I, I've tried to, but she doesn't kind of want to talk about it. I don't think, or I, or I don't, I, and, and maybe that's born out of you know her knowing that it's true and just not wanting to have the conversation because. Uh, we are, you know, we are balls deep in each other's lives, and to, to break that up would be, uh, you know, difficult to say the least. A disaster. Uh, oh, it would be, you know, awful. And it's not something I want. I still, I'm good. You love her. I'm into it.
0: Attracted to her.
1: Right. Attracted to her.
0: Love the life she gives you.
1: Yeah, it's great. So what uh, are, you know for, what, me, for me?
0: So what do you do? What do you do here? Do you do you just uh, do you adjust to this being the nature of things? Do you suffer silently? Do you try to say something again? Do we do couples therapy? Do is there a confrontation? How does this go? How does this turn out? I don't
1: know. I don't know. It's difficult. It's difficult to approach because the handful of times I've tried to come to her and be like, hey. I think maybe I, I've literally said to her the last time that we kind of talked and by talked about it, I mean, I said some stuff, I cried, and then she was just like i you know something you know whatever life had to go on, kids stuff, work, whatever, and it just it was unresolved
0: um so she really didn't engage. you were crying, and she really didn't engage or address it
1: no, like I could tell she felt bad, you know she like put her arm around me or whatever, which is another thing. It's just like, I felt like, you know, I was crying to like my dad when I was a little kid, (laughs) you know, like put his arm around me.
0: She kind of, like you're kind of crying about how you're not really in a romantic relationship, (laughs) and she kind of gave you a bro, she kind of gave you a bro move. Uh,
1: Yeah, she, yeah, it was kind of like a, come on, buddy.
0: Can I ask you something? I'm not trying to sound mean. I'm really not trying to sound insensitive. (laughs) I hope that this does not come off as a joke. I would have to imagine that when you are saying you feel like you're not connected anymore in that way, and she gives you a hug, that underlines it. That has to be one of the loneliest moments. You have to
1: feel so alone. <laughs> yeah, it, that's that's true. God damn, man, you're you're really the only person I've really talked to about this because we have, I, I have. I'm, um, I'm, Like I said, you know, four kids. We've been together a long time. I'm like domesticated beyond friendship at this point. Yeah, and I, uh, <laughs> like, all our friends are couple friends, and I can't really talk to them about it, sorta, because of, like we're just we all know each other. So I just yeah. kind of like I just sit with it.
0: I just you just sit, sit with it. and no family. <laughs> you don't talk to family about it.
1: No, because they. I don't. I. I don't. I. I've never talked to my family about like feelings. Stuff. <laughs> yeah. Not,
0: are you religious? Are you, Do you come from a religious background?
1: Um, I mean, I'm 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 not anymore, but certainly, yeah, I was kind of raised in that. In fact, her and I met uh, at a at a church youth group.
0: Yeah, the only reason I suspect is because I do think four kids, even I mean, twelve years is a very long time, but four kids in twelve years, even that, is a pretty rapid pace by modern standards. I think, right?
1: Oh, it definitely is. <laughs>
0: Um, Yeah. Was that born out of like meeting from a religious background? Like,
1: Uh, No. By the time we had kids, I think we both kind of left that behind.
0: You guys just wanted to get to work.
1: Yeah, yeah, I guess. Yeah. I mean, the the first one wasn't intentional. And then the next, we knew, we figured we'd stay together and we knew we wanted them to be close in age. And so we were just like, well, we've already begun it. Let's just... Let's just knock it out because we want to have a relationship with each other.
0: Even in that, though, even then, you just said, like, we had the first one, we figured we'd stay together. Do you think, like, that phrasing is pretty specific? And it's not, it's not like a storybook romance phrasing. We figured we'd stay together.
1: Well, we've just been together a while. I don't, you know, we didn't see not, you know, continuing to be in love.
0: And was, so there was a stress. I just want to be clear. I'm not, and again, If I ever come off as insensitive or judgmental, you let me know. But I'm just fascinated. You put it out there. I'm going to ask a lot of questions. Is that okay? Totally. So there was a stretch where there was real passion, where you felt like, man, this is hot. This is hot and heavy. We're together, me and this girl, in it. Passion.
1: Definitely.
0: And she felt it, too. You could feel it. You guys talked about it. It was like, we're going to – I mean, if you're – you know, no offense. This is not meant to be offensive. If you're having a kid by accident, you are in a – Relationship where you are sexually, you're going for it to the point where you're not even where you where you wind up with an accidental child. That is passion. Passion overtook you guys.
1: Yeah, positively.
0: Now, can I ask? Can I can I get real personal? Can I get real personal?
1: You can get as personal as you want.
0: Are you guys sleeping together? Do you sleep together ever anymore?
1: Yeah. Here's the thing, and that's one of the other things is that no, not that much, not Not that that much. much. I mean, I don't know what's supposed to be normal because you hear, uh, you know, people like, it's like, I feel like it's a cliche. People talk about where they, they're like, Oh, you know, as you get older, you have sex less and less. Like they joke about it on sitcoms. And, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and so I'm just like, I was just like, is that real? Am I just living that? Or, or, or is that like a normal thing that's supposed to happen? Or is she just like way not into it? And I'll say this, cause we have talked about this. Um, more so than our actual relationship issues, is she literally said to me, I'm just I'm just not into sex that much anymore. Oof. She was just like, I just kind of feel like I never want it. And I was just like, That's pretty upsetting to hear. And she was uh. she was like, she was like, It's not she was like, It's not you though. She gave me it's not you it's me. She was just like, I don't she was like, I don't think about it. She was like, it doesn't cross my mind. She's like, I don't see, you know, pictures of, you know, beefy dudes or whatever, and think, oh yeah. She's just like, it just yeah, it's it not, never crosses my mind. So she's ever. outright
0: said, like, it's not. It's not like she's bored with you and looking at other guys. It's just she. That era of her life may be done in her mind. I mean, maybe. Now, can I? You said you met in a youth group. Are you still pretty young? Yes. Can I ask how old you are? Possibly, I'm 28. You're 28. 28. And you have four kids. And is she, can I ask, is she older than you or younger than you?
1: She only, she's only a little bit older. She's
0: 29. She's 29. So it's not a menopause thing. It's not like menopause is making her not think about sex. No. Can I ask how old your oldest kid is? Nine. Nine. So you had your first kid when you were 19? 19. 19. Wow, man. Wow. This is uh, this is many layers. This is many layers that I did not expect, and I am no—I'm just some guy who lives in New York. I don't know what I'm talking about, but I'm happy to talk about it <laughs> if you are.
1: No, oh, it just feels good to talk to somebody about
0: it. Yeah, because i can I tell you something <laughs> on my end? This is—I'll say this. We've probably done—I don't know what—something uh, like eight of these calls— this is by far the most information driven first 12 minutes that's ever happened.
1: <laughs> Excellent.
0: We just heard more. We just heard more than we usually hear in an hour. So what is uh you tell me what are we thinking here?
1: What how do you think this ends? You know man, I I have no idea. I have no idea. It's it's hard to because I need to know where she Because honestly, I really don't even know how she feels. I only am making educated guesses at it based on her behavior, which is probably a good indication. But Uh she doesn't want to talk about it. And she has a real uh, issue. And and it's a thing we've dealt with. Like, Again, I I met this girl when I was 13.
0: I'm
1: 28 now. And it's a thing I've known about her for many, many, many years that she has a hard time articulating her feelings yeah, um, because she never, she never was made to talk about them right? when she was younger. Sure. Like her, her, like her family, they have, uh, they, they, she has kind of a lot of brothers and sisters and she was the last one. And when it got down time to, for her parents to like be raising her, I get the sense that they were just kind of over it.
0: Done with it. They were on autopilot.
1: Yeah, like, so she was really just kind of left to her own devices. And so she never had to articulate, you know, her feelings to anybody, really. So now she has a hard time doing it.
0: Can I ask another very personal question?
1: By all means.
0: Okay, and again, have I, I crossed any lines? You let me know. all, you, oh, you just say, Geth, that's out of line. Geth, too much. Are you guys the only person the other one has slept with? No. 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 Okay.
1: Uh, we were we were friends for a long time before we we actually started uh, dating. So you're, um, you're young. Although she, she's, she's got more on her belt than, than me.
0: <laughs> okay, so she slept with a few people in her teenage years. She sewed her oats a little bit. You not as much.
1: Me not as much, but that wasn't really my thing. Right,
0: and then 19, you guys have that first kid and life gets really real and you say, we're going to do this. Let's do it. That's right. Now, you're 19 years old. That's an age most people, they're heading to college, they're doing that. Did you guys do that thing? Did you still do that with the kids? Is that something you had planned on doing that you diverted from because of these life developments?
1: Um, I did not go to college. And honestly, I probably wouldn't have either way. Yeah. School was never my Never my, my deal.
0: Yeah, no, I envy that. I wish, um, I wish I didn't. go. Going to college was the worst mistake I ever made. It's not about me. It's about you. Let's keep talking. Okay, so you didn't go to school, but uh, you probably weren't going to anyway.
1: Right, yes. I was, just, I was playing in, in a punk band. That's what I was doing. Hell yeah. And, That's uh, fucking rad. Yeah. All right. <laughs> and, um, and she was my punk band girlfriend. Um, she, and then she uh, kind of went to school off and on. Um but now she's actually hammering away at it she's almost done. She is. So uh that's where we sit with the with this school thing.
0: So if you had to You see it's weird here's the thing. This sounds really hard but you also sound like you're like handling it in a really pretty calm thoughtful way.
1: Uh yeah, I mean that's just that's how I handle everything. <laughs> yeah. I try and be real, you know, cool. my 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 parents were real fly off the handlers, mm-hmm. uh, real screamers and stuff. So I try not to to do that. I try and like really think shit out. And like I said, I haven't really talked to anybody about it, so I've just been pondering it by myself for months.
0: <laughs> yeah. so I guess the big question for me, Is are you are you okay? Like if this is how it is, are you okay with it?
1: That's a good question.
0: As a twenty eight year old man, are you okay if things have kinda like been taken to a conclusion and this is what it is? And this is how you live for, you know, however long you find your joy in other places.
1: Um yeah, I mean, I I don't know. Like, does it mean? Do I, Do we stay like this? Kind of stagnant.
0: That's the like. That's uh, my first question. Is like, are you all right with it?
1: Um, I don't know. I mean, it's not. It's not awful. I'll say that because because as much as we're not we're. You know, not being super romantic with each other or romantic at all for that matter. Um, we are getting along. Yeah. You know, we're, we're, we're not fighting. We have a life together that for all intents and purpose, works.
0: Yeah. But it's also, um, you also have to be aware, I'm sure, that by any standard, 28 years old is, you've lived a lot of life in your 28 years, but 28 years is still very young. Right. So. 28, 29, the two of you. Uh, that's, you're young. You're still young people.
1: That's right. So, um, so yeah, there's still plenty of time to, to get, while we getting good. Yeah. I guess. Do you think, um, is there. like I said, I'm, I, I'm, I'm still love. I, you know, it's tough for me to walk away from it.
0: Yeah. But if you're getting the sense that maybe she's not, what happened? Like how, I don't know. I feel bad even saying that. (laughs) That's fine. What Um, if she turns around and said, what if she turns around and says, you know, like we kind of lived a whole life when we were 19 years old and, uh, and it's been a decade and uh, I feel like I missed a lot and I still have a window where I can go be young and see what it's like and figure that out. And I want to go do it. What happens?
1: Well, I mean, I'm think- not going to, I mean, I'm not going to stop her because um, that's the, I mean, obviously that would be, <laughs> that'd be pretty devastating for me.
0: Yeah. Have you ever wondered if um- that's coming? Like, do you ever get the sense that a conversation like that is coming down the line at some point?
1: Well, yeah, I mean, I guess that's really the big question underneath all of it is yeah. like, does this lead to the end, which, you know, I'm, I want to address. I've sort of poked around trying to address it, but you know, there's also that part of me that's just like, I don't kind of fucking, I don't want to know. Um, yeah. if she were, if she were to say that at that point, I would have to, I would have to end it because then I'd just feel like, well, what am I going to fucking hold her hostage? Like that's, that's shitty.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You'd have to, uh,
1: but I don't know where that, I don't know where that leaves me. Um, Do you think that's coming though? Like,
0: like, is that, is that the sense you get that, 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 it might lead to that?
1: I mean, I'm, I, I, you know, I gotta say it's certainly a 50, 50 shot.
0: So you're living you're, and you're thinking, I would imagine you're thinking about this every day and not talking about it to anybody.
1: That's right.
0: (laughs) Where is this one going? I don't know. Do you know? Probably not. That would be impossible. Stick around. We'll all find out together. We just have to take a short break. You know how good it feels when you get things done? Just right in the blink of an eye at your own desk with your mouse. It cannot get more convenient than that. And now you can even get mailing and shipping done that way without leaving your desk thanks to Stamps.com. Stamps.com turns your PC or Mac into your own personal post office that never closes. Talk about convenient. You buy, you print official U.S. postage for any letter or package using your computer and your printer. Then just hand off that mail to the mailman, baby. Just drop it in a mailbox. Simple as that. You never have to go to the post office again. I enjoy stamps.com. I think it's a great service. It eliminates one of the most stressful experiences of going to the post office right now. Sign up for stamps.com. Use my promo code, beautiful, for this special offer. This is cool. Four-week trial. That's no joke. Plus a $110 bonus offer, including postage and a digital scale. Go to stamps.com. Before you do anything else, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage and type in beautiful. That's stamps.com. Enter beautiful. Today's episode of Beautiful Anonymous is brought to you by Framebridge. I will tell you what, I moved a few months back and we got all this stuff frame posters, art. We went to this store. It was super expensive. It took them weeks. They didn't get it all done at the same time, multiple trips back and forth. Framebridge solves all those problems. It's a simple way to custom frame the story of your best experiences vacations, wedding days, you easily just upload photos online or you can just mail them stuff. Art, maps, album covers, notes, things you want to preserve, things you want to keep in your life. They're experts. Frame it. They send it back to you in days, ready to hang. Couldn't be easier. Pricing starts at $39, a fraction of what I paid, and all their shipping is free. You even get a custom frame as a gift. They'll ship it straight to your friends, your family, within a few days. So whatever you need, Father's Day, Graduations, weddings this summer, get it done. If you lived it, FrameBridge will frame it. Enter offer code Beautiful at checkout for 15% off your first FrameBridge order at FrameBridge.com. Thank you, FrameBridge. Okay, it's time to return to our call. I would imagine you're thinking about this every day and not talking about it to anybody. That's right. (laughs) So, every day you worry about the state of your relationship and exactly what's going on in your wife's head, and it's just rattling around in there and you gotta put up a facade on the sake of these four kids man that's uh that's a real bummer
1: yeah, i'm sorry and i'm well, you know it it is what it is man it's uh you know like i said it's not it's not like it is awful in the sense of like I don't know where we're at as far as being in love. But again, like the life that we lead is, it's not terrible. Like our kids like us, they're happy. That's the most important thing for us, obviously. Yeah. Um, and you know, we're homeowners and we, you know, do PTA bullshit and we're just fully domesticated human beings and, and it works and it's good. And we hang, we hang out at night. We have, TV shows we watch we have bands we like you know
0: so at the we very least you are aware our, you are you are friends you and your wife at the very least you know you're friends
1: yes we're friends we get along and i no matter what happens romantically i don't think there's anything that could stop us from being friends uh it would be hard to dude, and, and and the fact that we have kids, we're never going to not be in each other's lives no matter what. Right. There's no, we're 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 stuck now no matter what.
0: <laughs> yeah, but it doesn't sound like that's an unpleasant thing. For as hard as it would be if a no. separation happened, it sounds like you sound like a well-adjusted enough dude that it's like yeah, that is your friend, and that's good. It, when you say you're stuck, it's not like it doesn't sound like it's going to be a negative. Can I ask another really hard question? It could be out of line. Have you ever? Have you ever wondered? Have you ever wondered if another guy is coming to the picture?
1: Um, no, no. I really haven't. Um,
0: your gut tells you that's not it.
1: Yeah, no, I really don't think it is. Like, it, she would be, oh man, she'd be hard pressed. <laughs> honestly between our schedules and, and, and stuff with the kids she she would be hard pressed to squeeze that in <laughs>
0: between the four kids and all the tv you're watching
1: uh, yeah well and she i mean she she does i mean she does go to school so i guess that's not out of the question but she seems pretty focused on school and i've never seen any like yeah. weird behavior that's good, to, and I'm not trying to, to put jet. that thought
0: in your head. I'm not trying to stir the up. Oh no, no, no! I feel like it's a valid I, question to ask in a in a conversation that is somehow both this tense and this casual. <laughs> so thank you for that. Yeah. Thank you for setting yeah. this tone. Yeah. This is somehow a very comfortable conversation uh. that also is very, uh, very tense. And I'm I'm sorry you have to deal with that.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, I, but it, the other thing is, uh, is I've been at it a while now mm-hmm. that I'm almost used to it at this point. Like, like I used to be, uh, you know, i go quite a bit sexually frustrated when things started thinning out there. Uh, and boy, oh boy, is it send out now. Um, really? but, uh, now like I, I'm almost to the point where I like, I don't think about it. You don't even think
0: about sex. You've shut that part down just to avoid the, the drama and the depression.
1: Yeah, well, Yeah, like it's it's upsetting if you you know to get shot down Um, (laughs) by somebody you've already (laughs) had sex with a a, a thousand times.
0: At least four. Have you ever? Can I? (laughs) At least four
1: that we know of.
0: Hey, here's another thing: the anonymous aspect of this allows me to ask questions and not feel bad. Have you ever thought about a girl on the side?
1: No, not really. I don't. uh, i i like i said i'm i'm super into my wife
0: man that is that is really rad <laughs>
1: uh yeah i think so I, yeah she's i'm the, I, like i it's it's funny i'll 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 say a romantic thing uh that uh is uh when i met her at youth group uh in the eighth grade um, uh, My mom told me this recently I don't even remember this But I came home and I told my mom When I was in the 8th grade I was like, I met this girl tonight And I'm pretty sure That like this is going to be the one I don't even remember saying that to my mom
0: 8th grade
1: <laughs> My mom instantly did not like her also
0: Really? Why doesn't your mom like her?
1: I don't know. She just decided. I don't know. She just decided she didn't want to like her. That's one reason we didn't date in high school. Really. We kind of didn't get together until the end is because my mom just decided she didn't like her. And I was, I'm kind of like, I don't know, I guess I was mama's boy. And so it's just like, well, can I date somebody that my mom doesn't like it Can be real fucking tough when I'm living in her house. Um, and so you know, I just and, and then one day I just kind of like I was just like I'm just gonna get them together because she doesn't even know her. There's no reason she won't like her. I think she will like her. And I just kind of forced them to hang out. And it worked. Uh, yeah, because my mom was just. I think my mom would have would have not liked anybody.
0: Right. Mom's maybe a little overprotective.
1: Yeah, I think my mom just had like classic mom syndrome where she was like, "Who will be good enough for my son? No one." Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, uh, let's th- let's think. Because yeah, yeah. we're about uh, we're about halfway through this. You can hang up anytime you want if you feel satisfied. I'm not allowed to hang up for another thirty two minutes and twenty five seconds. I'm happy to squeeze as much more out of this as I can. Hang up if you ever feel like it. Let's keep talking in the meantime, though. We've got about thirty minutes left. Sounds good. How do we? How how can I? How, how can I help? What can I do? What can I do in thirty two minutes? For a person, I, don't know, I want to help. You sound like the sweetest guy. To hear this thing, you sound so level-headed about how things have kind of fallen apart in certain ways. You're not content with, but you're still so dedicated to the idea of
1: her. Uh, yeah, I mean that's basically what it is. Is like, I mean, I don't know if there's any way you can, can help necessarily. It certainly helped to finally just have another human being. And 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 what's great is you're you're not. You have. You don't know who I am. You don't know anything about this. So I could just spill it out to somebody that's not attached in any way, which is great.
0: Yeah. I'll tell you this. I'm going to think about this forever. I'm going to think about this forever. I'm going to think about this phone call <laughs> and hope things ended okay one way or the other in a way where you wind up happy forever. What, uh, what TV shows? You, you said you watch TV shows. You said you watch TV shows and you listen to music. What, what about bands you like these days?
1: Uh, what things am I liking these days? Well, I am a real. Uh, I think I, I suffer from the same like uh, adult syndrome that uh, that most people do, which is that uh, at this point I just listen to what I listened to in high school for the most part.
0: Yeah, and you um, listen to the punk rock. You like the punk rock.
1: I do. I like the I like the poppy punk rock. Me like, too. You know, I was never into like the super fat. Uh, you know, like uh, can't understand what they're saying necessarily. Like I'm, I was way into like to to pop punk and. And stuff like that. I love Less Than Jake. Less Than Jake's one of my favorite bands. Me band. too. I um, saw
0: Less Than Jake in a backyard when I was fifteen.
1: Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, I mean, I,
0: and then I saw them like six other
1: times. Yeah. Who else? Oh, this, is a, this is anonymous, but I will say that they they are you know are were were based out of just uh, uh, two hours from where I live.
0: Oh wow. Okay. Well, uh, you know, there's, there's four directions on a map. There's 360 yeah, degrees there's, around. <laughs> Around yeah, Gainesville, He so, lives within but a couple hours of Gainesville, far, Florida. Yeah. Okay, that's not treading. Okay, yeah. you're not, not anonymous anymore. Yeah. Okay, that's
1: yeah. good. Um, I did mean, I did nail myself down to a but yeah, uh, I like I like a few of those Gainesville bands. I really love Against Me. Yeah. Um, I think their latest record was. Uh, I mean, it was one of the best records, maybe ever. Certainly, of the year it came out.
0: Man, a killer. Me and you are really similar people. We're really similar people.
1: Look at that. Uh, yeah.
0: I also do comedy, Chris. So. Oh, God. I want you to be okay, man. I want you to be okay. <laughs> I really want you to be okay, man. How do you do comedy? How does? It, how do you have four kids and get out
1: every night? Um, so I'm out uh, between three and four nights a week. Um, Holy shit. You have four kids and you're doing shows four nights a week? Well, yeah, well, I mean, they, they, they do go to bed, um, and they're all quite little, so they go to bed kind of earlier than your average uh, human being, so, you know, my wife will put them down, and my wife, and that's another thing that's great about her, is she's, we've been, and, it, you know, there was certainly had been a time in our relationship where it wouldn't have been as cool, but we've been together so long now that we're not dependent on one another for entertainment, like, she has school to work on, she has, you know, she has her own shit. And she allows me to have my own shit. And she's supportive. Like, she'll, like, if I only go out once in a week, like, she will say to me towards the end of it, she'll be like, So you're just doing the once this week? And I was like,
0: I don't know. I'm feeling tired. She pushes you on your art. She wants you to be an artist. She wants you to be an artist and she (laughs) supports you.
1: Right. She's like, Well, you're not even trying. Oh, man.
0: So she really is still a very
1: supportive soul. Yeah. She's, I mean, she's great, except for this. One thing, but this one thing is obviously a very important thing. Yeah, this one
0: thing is the found the foundation of a of a romantic <laughs> relationship. The only thing, right. yeah, your wife is perfect outside of the one thing, um, which is that um, you're a husband and wife, and that's not really. That, there's certain aspects of that that aren't really happening.
1: Right? Does but she ever see you perform? Is,
0: she come and watch you do the comedy. Uh, uh, yeah.
1: Yeah, she's come a few times. She thinks it's very weird. Like, she enjoys it. She thinks I'm funny. And she was a big, you know, she really pushed me to start doing it because I said I wanted to do it for a long time. When I wasn't in a band anymore, I really wanted to find some way to be on a stage. A lot of band guys, a lot of punk
0: guys, they want to be comedians. And a lot of comedians, they want to be punk rockers. Uh, Yeah. It's a well-known thing.
1: So, yeah. So she, she kind of pushed me. Into giving it a shot, but yeah, she's come out uh, a few times. She does find it strange because I, I because I mean, she's my best friend, so naturally I pitch all my jokes to her. So by the time she hears them on I'm on stage, she was just like, "It's weird because I." She was like, "I think you're funny, but it's weird because I know you premeditated these." Yeah.
0: What would happen well, if you just said to so your yeah. wife, "I need I need to get laid." What would happen if you just said, I need to, I need to, I need to fucking do it. I need come on. I'm 28 years old.
1: Uh, yeah, no, she will. I, like, we're not, we're not completely dead in the water. It's like, it's not abstinence. You know, once, yeah, yeah, we're not, but it's like once to twice a month. And, and it, uh, I really got to oh go, boy, do I got to push hard for it.
0: <laughs> and is the quality of the lovemaking itself what it used to be.
1: Um, sometimes.
0: So it's once or twice a uh, month and I mean, it's a little bit more hit or miss than it used to be.
1: Right. Which I feel like that should be expected. <laughs> maybe. I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe it's always supposed to be crazy, passionate. But I feel like sometimes you guys are just like, hey, we're talking. Yeah. No, I mean, nobody's ever complaining about that. <laughs>
0: nobody's ever complaining about yeah. that.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's not like it's not working. She seems to be. Getting hers, and I'm a guy, so there's no way I'm not going to get mine in a matter of seconds. So really, <laughs> you know. never, you've never uh, no, I left. I go see. I I've never,
0: <laughs> never, mind. I was about no, to make I've this never, about me.
1: It's fine. I, it was, look, Chris, we talked about you. I, uh, I you know, I've <laughs> never, uh, I've never not had orgasm during sex.
0: Really? See, sometimes I get real nervous. Sometimes I get real nervous, and I overthink things, and it takes forever.
1: Really? Not now though, right? You're married, aren't you? But, uh, I
0: don't I don't want to, you know, I don't want to air my uh you, you know, actually no. <laughs> I would say this is a, a It's the best relationship I've ever been in sexually is my wife, with with my wife, which is a great thing. Um but yeah, no, there's times where I think a little to her. You know what it is? Where I th- there's times where I'm like, man, this is taking too long and I just think about the physical experience for her. <laughs> And I'm like, I don't know if I'd want. I don't know if I'd want to be doing her end of this for this long. I don't know if I'd want to still be putting up with this. Basically, if I can get her to finish before I do, that period between when she finishes and when I do, I just assume she wants it to be done sooner rather than later. And then I get nervous about that, and then it just takes even longer. Too much?
1: Yeah. that's good. It's not. I'm not something I've experienced. Although okay. I do find that when I do find that recently since it has slowed down quite a bit that I, I am getting, I'm still finishing, but I am getting, I am getting a little nervous at mm-hmm. certain points. Cause I'm just like, Oh shit, it's finally happening. Could this be the one that flips the switch back on and we're on like some sort of normal routine again? I don't know.
0: Oh wow. So you do harbor a fantasy that you could make love to her with such virility, such force, such passion. That it would be like shoot. It would be like taking a flaming arrow and shooting it from a bow into into fuel that said that explodes and accelerates and everything will be back to what it was. You do harbor that fantasy.
1: That is what I hope for. That's Um, pressure, man. Like this, and again, like this. This is all based on conjecture from her. She could be dealing with something that she just doesn't want to talk to me about. She could be fucking nervous about school. I mean, it has gotten super intense lately as she's coming to a close and, and that's just rocking her whole fucking world. Um, But it is, you know,
0: have you ever thought about couples therapy? Have you ever thought about the couples therapy?
1: Yeah, I, I have brought it up and she's brought it up too. Um, and uh, yeah, it's really just a matter. It's much just sitting down and trying to find, you know, a person within our, our, you know, our price range. And obviously, we don't have a. Obviously, we don't have a shit ton of money. Um, yeah. I'm the only person working, and we do have a bunch of kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I wonder so. what, it's. It's so fascinating. You sound like you're really well adjusted about all this, and and you seem like such a genuinely good guy. It doesn't sound like she's a bad person uh, either. I wonder what she says about it.
1: I don't know. I don't know. I, and, and like, and she, see, I feel like she needs a friend also. Cause again, I feel like, you know, if she was going to talk to it about somebody, you know, besides me, which is nice. what I'd hope for at some point, yeah, yeah, we'll yeah. sit down and we'll have a conversation together. She needs like a buddy and, uh, she really just doesn't have one.
0: So you do you get the sense that there's like a world of thought going on in her head that's remaining unexpressed?
1: I mean, I got to feel like there has to be, uh, but maybe that's just me projecting onto her. Yeah. Because, uh, because that's how I am. I mean this, like, again, this could all be like, she's nervous about finishing school and you know things can be high stress with four kids and you know that could be culminating into this weird you know non-sexual thing that she's built up in her head I don't know I, I can't imagine she's just sitting around like not ever thinking about the fact that we're not as close in that way yeah, as we used to be yeah Man, I don't know.
0: I don't know. What's it like having four kids? (laughs) What 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 was that? What was that? What was that noise?
1: (laughs) That was was me laughing at that uh, that silence.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we got to an awkward silence and then I asked about your kids to try to break it up.
1: (laughs) Um, uh, Having four kids. Having four kids is great. Um, um, it's, It's a cliche to say uh, cause everybody says it like, oh, you know, once you have kids, like, cause there's a lot of people that say, uh, you know, they don't want to have kids and stuff. And then the people that have kids will combat that with being like, but once it's your own, I, I'm telling you, it is the best thing ever. <laughs> Even if my, my face doesn't always read that way. Uh, but it's a cliche because it's true. Um, it is the best thing ever. You get to mold a human being and send it out into the world. And, you know, it's pretty awesome. Like you can try and you look at yourself, you build off yourself. You're like, here's all these things I feel like are inadequate about me. Let me try and help this person be who they're going to be. And also try and make sure that they avoid these things that I didn't. That's beautiful. And it's a cool thing.
0: <laughs> be honest though. Are any of the kids like uh, sometimes, you know, cause I don't have kids. Sometimes you're in public with a kid and you're like, "Man, this kid's a dickhead. do you ever see your kid act like a dickhead? Do you ever have to just like grin and bear it oh, while yeah. your kid's acting like a shitty person?
1: Oh yeah, positively I mean that's part of that's part of parenting too, but all of that can lead you to a you know a place of of learning for the kid where you'd be like, "Hey, you know that way that you just acted Well, that was super shit i'm <laughs> I'm super blunt with my kids too. I don't not curse in front of them. I don't want them to feel weird about cursing because I don't think there's anything wrong with it.
0: Right, right.
1: Um, So I'm just like, yeah. So I'm always just like, you know, that was really fucking shitty the way that you were acting just now. You'll say to your your kid or whatever. You'll
0: tell your kid you're acting really fucking shitty right now.
1: (laughs) Yeah how do how do they like that? Um, you know what? It's funny is because I have cursed in front of them their whole lives. Like they have friends who I can hear, I've overheard them cursing and snickering about it and laughing because it's so taboo to them, and my kids aren't affected by it, and I've also never heard one of my children curse.
0: Oh, wow. Like drinking in <laughs> France. Like, like drinking in France. So right. let, let them drink yeah, when like, they 10 just, and then nobody's an alcoholic.
1: Right. Like, yeah, they're just unaffected. Like, it just rolls right off of them, and they don't find anything funny about it. They're like... Well, that's just the way my dad talks all the time. This call's
0: going really well, I would like to think. I hope you guys are enjoying it. That being said, gotta take a break for me to tell you about some of the, the kind people that help make this show happen. This episode is sponsored by Squarespace. Whether you need a landing page, a beautiful gallery, a professional blog, or an online store, it is all included with your Squarespace website. And I am telling you, it is so easy to use. I've talked about this. The Chris Gethard Show, we needed a website that we could um, update easily, that we could keep things running and, and make it very interactive. And we wound up, we used Squarespace, and it was a dream. It was simple, intuitive, very, very easy to use. We could rearrange things at the click of a mouse on our own time. We didn't have to ask anybody. We just got it all done. All sorts of stuff, They're the beautiful templates, design a best-in-class online store with, their, with those templates. They've got customizable settings. It's, all, it's very so easy. You need to run a business. They have very, very simple commerce tools, all sorts of stuff. And the, a thing that for people like me goes a long way, 24-7 customer support. That is incredible. They help you out no matter what your technical problem, however trivial it seems, somebody on their team will assist you. It's uh, very cool, okay? Start your free trial today at squarespace.com and enter offer code CG to get 10% off your first purchase. That's CG, like Chris Gethard. Squarespace.com, offer code CG. I am happy to report it's time to return to our call. Now, here's a sensitive question. Do Do you think any of your kids sense tension between you and your wife? I don't think so. So you've protected, you've protected them from that. You've insulated them
1: from that. Yeah, because I mean, we were never like, because I feel like the only way they'd be able to sense it, because we talk just the same as we always did, uh, we were never like overly affectionate to each other in, in front of people or them. So it's not like we're like touching less or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So I feel like there wouldn't really be any outward signs for them. You know, unless my friend came to me and he was just like, it's been a while since I've heard that uh, bedpost ramming against the uh, wall there.
0: (laughs) Wow. If your kid ever did say, Dad, it's been a while since I've heard the bedpost ramming against the wall, that would be more traumatizing for you than them, I would imagine.
1: Uh, I feel like I'd give him a high five if he ever said that to me, especially <laughs> around the age he's at now. <laughs> it, is That's your the, oldest it's a boy hilarious that you even noticed that he's nine?
0: <laughs> You're old, so you have your your nine year old is a boy. Yeah. Wow. All boys, boys and girls.
1: Two boys, two girls,
0: girls in the middle. Wow. Who's the shittiest one? Is it the younger boy?
1: Shittiest. No, no, he's actually. Oh man, he's. Well, see, that's the thing about being a parent is you get better every single time. Right. Um, It's just like the first one, you don't know what the fuck you're doing. My first kid, sadly, I obviously I love him dearly, and he's a good kid, and he's really smart. But he will be the most fucked up, (laughs) really, (laughs) Um, because we didn't we didn't know what we were doing. (laughs) And then with the second one, (laughs) you learn some shit and you refine. And with the third one, you've refined and now you're getting good. And by the time we hit the fourth one, dude, I am so fucking good at being a baby parent. I can do that shit with my eyes closed. It's amazing. Good. How old's the baby? Um, getting to not be such a baby anymore. <laughs> he's two.
0: So he's walking, he's talking.
1: He's walking, he's talking.
0: Wow. But when it comes to like making sure they don't fall and crack their heads open and changing diapers and all that stuff, you're done. You're good.
1: Uh, Oh yeah. My, my dad reflexes are, uh, I feel like they're unparalleled.
0: You're coming strong. You got strong dad reflex game. You're coming strong at that game.
1: Absolutely. But now I'm starting to get into, you know, nine year old, we're not too far from being a preteen and then teenager. And now I'm entering a world of like, you know, not straight up saying it, but certainly straight up acting like Oh, fuck you, dad. What do you know? What do you know?
0: Yeah, he's getting there. And he's only a few years away from where you know. That's the thing I, I didn't realize. It's like my dad must have understood when I became just like a total little creepy pervert. He must have known that. Your kid's like three years away from just being a fucking
1: pervert. Yeah. <laughs> Which, right? I, you know, and we're actually, we're coming up to the point, me and my wife have been talking about it, where we, we have to you know, like give the talk.
0: Yeah, he needs to talk
1: about. I feel like we're not far off from having to have the talk because I just remember, I remember this kid showing me like a like a hustler magazine that was his dad's when I was like eleven, and I feel like things have only (laughs) things have only you know gotten quicker since then the way that children progress and get into stuff. So I feel like now feels
0: like kind of I'm the exact age of internet savvy where, Oh yeah, we got 15 minutes left just so you know, 15 minutes. But I do feel like I'm, I'm terrified to one day be a parent because I I do feel like, like, like you said for like for people my age, I'm 35, you're 28. I feel like I was like the first age of, I was still like finding hustlers in the woods and that was weird. But then I was also on the internet finding, like, uh, crazy pictures of, like, gangbangs and stuff. And that's really changed, man.
1: Uh, yeah. Oh, dude, porn in the wood. Your
0: kid is of, like, the, uh, the, the like, you're going to be sending, like, dick pics. That's going to be part of his actual, that's a thing neither one of us had to deal with. That wasn't a factor in our adolescence.
1: I know. I really hope he never, I really hope he never does that. But, uh... <laughs> I'm sorry <laughs> to put that image in your head of
0: your beautiful nine-year-old son. Uh, no, but I mean, he will I'm send sure a dick pic. Within the next uh, 10 years, he's going to send a couple dick pics, and he's going to have to pray they don't that's, hit the internet. That's, that's probably true. You're going to have to talk with this kid. You're going to have to be like, hey, yeah, and pictures, they don't go away. They I'll don't, don't get erased. Yeah, yeah,
1: don't, don't send your dick away. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm going to try and really mimic the style that my mom did when it comes to like talking about sex. Because I had this like innate understanding going into the world where that was possible for me, um, and it was possible a lot because I was singing in a band.
0: Uh-huh,
1: um, uh-huh. To, uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. To to just my mom just always taught me she was always just like this is an important thing and it's a special thing and and everybody's going to tell you that it doesn't matter and she's like and maybe that's true. But she's like, to me, it matters, and I think it should matter to you, and you should be careful who you give it to.
0: Wow, and you were?
1: I was. I I, I had sex with two people. <laughs> One now, of them I'm married to.
0: Yeah. And now, uh, so your mom said it was special, and it matters, and it did to you, and now it's uh, it's reached some. It feels like it's concluded, and that's a bummer.
1: It is a bummer.
0: Can I ask you something? Because I'm sure you've thought about this. And again, the rules of anonymity have allowed you and I to speak freely. And I thank you for that. Let's uh, go back to when you're 19. If you don't, if you don't, if that, if that first kid doesn't, uh, doesn't surprise you, what, what's your life like, you think? Have you thought about this?
1: <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry. I just, my, my phone cut out there. I missed those question.
0: I was I was asking like, have you ever thought about like if you go back to when you're 19 years old, if you don't, if you don't, uh, if you, if your kid doesn't surprise you, what's your life turn out like? Have you ever thought about that alternate reality?
1: Yeah, positively. Um, yeah, I don't. You know, I don't know. You think you know. still would have gotten married? Like think, I mean, maybe. I'd like to think so. Um. I don't know, it's a weird thing, you know I, Honestly, when I find myself thinking about it Like, I just get to the point where I'm just like Well, that's just not where I'm at Yeah and This is where it's at Yeah No point No
0: No point daydreaming
1: <laughs> Yeah, like, it's just You know, it's weird Like, I just it, It's almost to the point now where It's been my reality so long I just, I can't I, just, I can't even imagine what it would be like I don't remember what it was like to be. Did I just hear your kids in the background? <laughs> you did. They just pulled up in a van.
0: With with the with their mom.
1: Uh yes, with their mom.
0: Wow. Well, if hey, if you got to hang up the phone, feel free to hang up the phone. We got ten and a half minutes left. The last. Yeah, I
1: was gonna say we've only got we've, we've only got ten minutes left. I feel like we should grab this.
0: Will you tell me? Because you know, I'd love to keep talking but and 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 uh you know the the last thing i would want is to cause trouble but if you know if it, what i would hate cuz i have to hang up when it hits an hour and what i would hate is, you know right. if, if all of a sudden this issue was to hit the fan in the last 10 minutes and then i heard the beginning of that of that confrontation and then i have this nightmare scenario unfolding <laughs> in my head where uh where it goes down uh
1: yeah well i i would, I would a
0: choo your tweet. <laughs> <laughs> ah. Wow, man. Well, it sounds like we got to wrap up. <laughs> if the wife and the kids are home, but what do we? What do you want to tell me? What's the next steps? What? What is the thing that? What do what we? What do we? What do we talk about for our last nine and a half minutes together? What do you want? What do you want on the record? What do you want to say, not just to me, but to yourself? Because you never get to talk about this.
1: Um. I don't know. I feel like I've, I've kind of, ex- we've, we've, I feel like we've exhausted exhausted but that topic. The, the only step? other thing I kind of have, the you know, the only other thing I have going on in my life right now is, uh, is, uh, just, uh, doing, doing comedy. We can talk about that a little bit that you do that. I do that.
0: Whatever you want to talk about, man.
1: Um, all right. Well, sure. Let me ask you about this. Cause this is just a thing I've been dealing with lately. Uh it's 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 seems so light in comparison to everything else. <laughs> um is uh I'm dealing with trying to get onto uh, onto cool shows.
0: Yeah, instead of just and, like uh, shows and open mics and stuff.
1: Right, right. And just being you know, and uh just kind of uh being edged out of them because they don't know me as well because I'm newer at it and uh which is fine. But they, you know, they'll say stuff like, "I'll be like, oh, I'd love to get on that show sometime." They'd be like, "Well, someday we'll catch a set of yours," and I'm like, "Okay, that's cool, you know." And so then I go out of my way to try and get places where they're at, and like maybe they'll catch it this time. Yeah. And then that'll go over for like six months, and they still and they'll be like, yeah, you know, there's stuff so i will smoke a cigarette." Yeah. And uh, it's weird to it's weird to approach that, and I'm sure I'm I'm certain that's a thing everybody deals with. Well, who books these shows? <laughs>
0: Are the are the comics booking them themselves?
1: Yeah, that's pretty much how things work where I'm at. So there's
0: not a booker you could butter up because that's always a good strategy.
1: Um, yeah, because there's yeah, you know, it's basically comic run shows and there's no there's not really clubs around here. There's one uh, improv, but uh, I fucking god knows how you get on. Yeah, <laughs> there.
0: Yeah. But I mean, if there is a, if there is like a scene of self-organized stuff, I I mean, I feel like, you know, it's a bummer to say, but it probably reflects poorly on the people who are, who are the power brokers in the scene if they're not looking to kind of expand it because that's what keeps it healthy. But that doesn't really help you get on those shows at all. I feel like the cliche answer is like all you can do is be your best and like kick the shit out of it. And, uh, you know, I think those shows where you're on it, but they're not even watching are the most important ones. Cause then your job is to just kind of try to rip the throat out of that fucking show. So everybody's talking about your set and not theirs. And then they kind of have to pay attention, you know, you just have to be better than those yeah, people.
1: I mean, yeah. I mean, that's what I try and do is like, I really, I'm, uh, when it comes to comedy, uh, I am 100% I'm, I'm fueled by, a love to do it. Uh huh. Um, cause it's really great, but I'm also fueled like, the other 50% by just pure spite.
0: Yeah, I I, I really identify <laughs> with that. I really identify with that, and I've really identified with you, this whole call, in many ways. I think we're eerily similar people in certain ways. i it, yeah. Oh, my God, that was adorable. That was adorable. <laughs> A child just spoke in the background. Are you currently holding children?
1: Uh, no, I'm just kind of... uh. I'm just sort of corralling them because I'm standing in my front yard and they're standing out there too. So they're just sort of watching me and wondering, well, I see on the phone, weird. <laughs> wow. Wow. I
0: didn't think your kids were th- completely theoretical for the last 54 minutes and now they're real. I hear them. You're real. You're living a real life with real issues.
1: Oh. I'm a real human being. <laughs> uh yeah, well, maybe we'll meet Sunday, Chris. Well, maybe you'll remember this conversation when that happens.
0: I will never forget this and, conversation. Maybe. Uh, oh. <laughs> oh, maybe. I'm sure yeah, you,
1: you meet a lot
0: of people. Oh, my God. I'm just listening to your kids, and it's tripping me out. Hey, man, I really hope everything works out. I really do. Hey, I
1: appreciate it, buddy.
0: I hope I uh, hope I hope every I hope the course writes itself.
1: I hope that it does as well. And uh, yeah, we'll we'll wrap it. So if anyone listening to this. Uh, they'll feel like it was all resolved. No, they won't. They definitely won't. Nothing's resolved. (laughs) Nothing's resolved. Not resolved, but at least you didn't hang up in the middle of a conversation.
0: Yeah, well, 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 uh, you know, there's no resolution. Everyone listening to this will not feel like there's resolution. Their hearts are going to be bleeding forever and wondering and hoping and praying that you, a guy who sounds so nice, finds a way to right this ship. That's what everybody's going to be worrying about. For your own sake, not just for your, not just for the sake of these four kids, but for your own sake, because you deserve it, because you deserve the happiness and joy.
1: So we did
0: we get cut off? No, I'm right here.
1: You didn't hear any of that shit I just weird, said?
0: Uh, I just yelled a whole bunch of oh, no, inspiring yeah, shit. That, uh, yeah.
1: Yes, and it was, all, it was all great, but then there was a noise right after it, and I was like, did he just in, did he just drop the phone mic?
0: No, I um, I mean when it hits sixty minutes the phone <laughs> will hang up, whatever is being talked about. You're allowed to hang up. I'm not allowed to hang up. If you need to go deal with your
1: kids, you can go deal with them, man. Oh no, we're we're good. I'm Her i she, uh, She's uh she's busy not fucking me, Chris. She can I watch kids. Oh. Um <laughs> That was dark. <laughs> 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 wow! Wow! Uh, I hope that just uh, totally ruined all the goodwill I built um, being a super sweet guy. <laughs> I don't think it
0: did. It was, was sitting there for the taking, and I think you kind of had to go there. Um, but, man, was
1: it was it
0: surprising? What did, What are you doing for the rest of the Uh-oh. night? What are you doing tonight?
1: Uh well it's Christmas time man, so um we do lots of uh, hot chocolate and cookies around here. I think we're gonna watch Muppet Christmas Carol tonight. It's gonna be good.
0: Sounds really awesome.
1: It's gonna be great. One of my favorite uh one of my favorite Christmas movies. Love the Muppets. Yeah. Um well this was this was a good talk, Chris. Yeah. I enjoyed I- this. I really enjoyed
0: it. I hope everything I works wish, out.
1: I was, I wish I had your real phone number so I can follow up with you uh, oh. in a year or something. But maybe you'll, maybe you'll still be doing this, and I'll call. And maybe I'll get. Oh, if
0: you uh, can, some, if you, I, maybe I'll have a follow I haven't up. even thought about that because I don't know how to reach back out to you. But yeah, if you, if, if 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 you ever, if you, if you can randomly be the one whose phone call we pick up again someday, I'd love to hear um, how it turns out. But good luck to you, man. Well, I'll think about this I appreciate forever. I'll think about this forever.
1: Uh, All right, bye, Chris. Wow,
0: wow, wow! That was that's a that's a phone call. I don't know what I can say about that, but I can definitely say that that's a phone call. First of all, I really hope that guy's happy. I hope he's okay. He seems like such a sweet guy and he seems like he's very aware of his own situation and understanding of his own situation. And man, is that not love in its own way, no matter what the nature of that love is. That being said, guys, the kids came home. The kids came home. And every one of us who listened to that now has to decide how guilty we feel about that, about that being entertainment in the modern world. But again, thank you, that guy, for sharing. I can't believe you put that out there, and I hope you're okay. I really, really just will hope forever that you're okay, wherever things land. That being said, uh, thank you to the other guilty parties who helped make this, Greta Cohn and the Reverend John Delore, the full name coming into play, and title, I'm Showing Respect. If you like this podcast, go ahead, subscribe on iTunes, rate it, review it. That stuff really helps so much and hey while you're over on iTunes why don't you go ahead and buy some music from Shell Shack they're the guys who wrote our theme song and it's really a good thing chrisgeth.com if you want to know where and when I'm touring we're putting out the Chris Gethard Show so happy about it if you want info on that thechrisgethardshow.com beautiful, anonymous, we'll be back with more I hope you call in someday have a good one Thank you again so sincerely, FrameBridge, for sponsoring today's podcast. If you lived it, FrameBridge will frame it. From vacation photos, album covers, to handwritten notes, you upload them online, they'll frame it, send it back in days, enter offer code BEAUTIFUL at checkout for 15% off your first FrameBridge order at framebridge.com. Beautiful Anonymous, it's not a one-time deal, there's more of them. Here's something you might hear next time on Beautiful Anonymous.
1: Yeah, I I feel like I'm at a point where a lot of people are at where you just you don't know which route to take, but there's so many routes to take that you just don't take a route, and then you you end up in the same spot that you were the whole time. And I'm just trying to figure out which one that is to pick for, and it's just so hard to like make that initial decision. Um, It's very crippling.
0: Next time on Beautiful Anonymous.
1: Hi, everybody. This is David Gregory, and I want to tell you about my new podcast, The David Gregory Show. It is that easy to remember. And it's me talking to all sorts of really interesting people, getting them off their regular script into deeper, more personal conversations like Ariana Huffington about parenthood.
0: I think especially for mothers, they take the baby out and they put the
1: guilt in. Or Bravo TV's Andy Cohen on being less afraid. Look, I'm a single gay dude on a late night talk show. If I can't overshare, who can? We'll have a new program every Friday. So go to iTunes, Stitcher, or whatever your favorite podcast app and download The David Gregory Show and eavesdrop on really cool conversations. Thanks for listening.